Welcome to Mom is Home with the River. Welcome to Rome is home. This week we're not as tired. Hey, still a little tired, but speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually, that's actually a good call. I think,、um, yeah, last few days have been pretty, pretty good. But I'm, my theory is, and I think, like, I've actually haven't felt too good in mornings. Like always, every morning, it felt like I have a headache, stuffy nose. The stuffy nose, I think, was related to,、um, well, I got a nasal spray for that. It sort of helped. But still, like waking up with headaches, I was getting flustered. But I think I, we figured out what the issue is. And I found a patch of mold behind one of my nightstands. Sounds like oh, why is that there? Well, this is just what's in your house, and it's just amazing. Where it's not only on the ceilings at times,、uh, it can be just hidden in these little places. And seriously, once we removed it, I felt already weirdly better. It's amazing. I'm actually surprised it was that effective. Like the last few days, no kidding, feeling good. Even for myself, I'm. I'm usually not too affected by these things, but for a few mornings in a row, I just woke up with headaches. Like, what the heck? And then as soon as you cleaned it, I was fine.、So. And, and for everyone thinking, like, dude, why is there mold in your house? Like, how dare you? Okay, come to Santa Maranella. Okay, humid, wet town, and where there's no air conditioning. It's surprising how like that's the perfect recipe for mold. Well, there's、It's- also very little insulation to the. Outside to the exterior walls, right? So that's and, and they're very small too. They're you know in Canada we're used to having giant walls filled with you know what's in, it called like in, like uh, insulation that like little like、yeah. spiky pink thing. Yeah, fiberglass. Fiberglass, yeah. <laughs> but、uh, but here there's nothing, and it's super thin, and every wall that's exposed to outside has had mold, and then it just spreads like wildfire from there. And just just to be clear, we don't have that much. It spreads, but we're pretty like weirded out by it that we're always cleaning it. But in this particular, yeah, it was of all the places. I didn't even think to look behind a nightstand. Like, why would that be there? And of course, there it was. So it's、mm-hmm. cleaned it up, feeling better. So this is again one of those fun little Italian quirks. There's mold. You got to clean it. it. Makes you feel better when you clean it.、Mm-hmm. Everyone feels better. So. Well, at least at least we were feeling better, and the girls were feeling better because、uh, did we? Men- I guess we mentioned last week Teresa was on Teresa had antibiotics, throat, yeah, yeah, and、um, Monica had it too. I mean, it was never confirmed by lab tests, but doctor gave me prescription just in case for Monica because the chance of her catching it was very high. And、um, one night she just woke up and she wouldn't go back to sleep. She had fever and she was very irritable for a few days before that. And of course, she's too young to tell me that her throat hurts. So I just took the fever as a sign that she had the she had the bug. So well, I got her was, antibiotics. She also had her super stuffy nose at night, and she was just waking up again. So something was up. She had something happening, but likely yeah, she was, had a cold and also strep throat、yeah. at the same time. Would yeah. So I gave her antibiotics, and after a day, she was already feeling better. And also, we've been letting her, we've been training, sleep training her again. We've never really sleep trained her, but she really she needed a little reset, reprogramming. Right, and of course, like she 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 didn't cry for like hours, but she just had to she had to learn to sleep in her bed again. So that has been helpful. She's been sleeping way better. She's been sleeping way better again. Yeah, I was. I was getting a little flustered because it's yeah. If for any parent out there, like for me, like the freedom, like the fun part, 
slowly begins when you sort of get your sleep routine back. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately, Teresa was a good sleeper for the most part. Like she would wake up once, but around the nine month mark, she did the full nights. And it's like, oh, that's great. Monica, she, we never were able to really sleep train her well. Um, and because we were moving around, it was difficult. But here and um, and since October, she basically got into a good routine. But and then you're like, okay, yeah, all right, life's good again. But then when they break that routine and like she did, it's like, oh man, it feels like it feels like we're starting from scratch. I, I was just like, wow, I forgot how how challenging it is all of a sudden. Because with a newborn, like I guess you're used to it. You're like, you accept you're, it. You're going like you wake up two, three times in a night and you get used to it. So one time it's not it that bad. Sucks. It still sucks, but you accept it because that's just what newborns do. You expect you expect you it. You expect it and eh, accept it. Yes. But with this, it's like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. And I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> deal with that. So anyways, that's kids for you. So. Oh, she's a little mama's girl. Oh, my. Yeah, that's I've, true. I've trained her wrongly in that sense where I would take her in in the morning at like six when she would wake up. And I would take her with me. And then we'd snuggle together. And it became earlier and earlier and earlier. And then she wouldn't let me go. She wouldn't let me put her back into her crib. No, that's your routine now. Yeah, but she's so cute. I love it when she hugs me. Yeah, I like sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because I have exams, so. Which, fortunately, are almost done. But let's talk about, that's Monica. What about Teresa's little reaction? <sighs> the day that she was done with her antibiotics. Thank God. It was the day she was done. She had started to have a rash all over her body. And that I suspected that it was a reaction to the amoxicillin she was taking. Thank God we have a wonderful doctor. I emailed him a a few pictures and I told him the situation. She just finished her antibiotics. It looks like this, this, this. He replied back with a few questions. How does the rash feel when you touch it? Blah, blah, blah. And then he told me, yeah, it's probably a reaction to amoxicillin. Give her Benadryl, see what happens. And Benadryl has helped. She's been stable since then. So what a wonderful doctor. Yeah. Just gives a diagnostic like that for free. Yeah, no, that's very generous of him. Yeah. And, the, well, it was even a Saturday, too. It was a Saturday, yeah. Which I, is also, it, like, we don't know if he's working. I don't think he works on the I weekend. I so think so. It's, it, one of those cur- it's one of those challenges, again, being here. It's like, okay, something's happening on the weekend. Do we go to the emergency room or we hope that he gets back to us? And fortunately, he got back to us. Yeah. You know, so. That was great. And, uh, well... Th- one of the big events of this week was that we went to the Questura. The, oh, you went, yeah. The, well, both of us. We went on uh, Wait, the 4th. It was this week, yeah. That was this week? So we, didn't, we had two up? Well, you went twice this week? I went twice this week. Oh my gosh, week. see, my brain's a little fried. On Tuesday, we went to the Questura. Oh, wow. The police office in Civitavecchia to review my uh, Your my documents carta, yeah. and the kids' documents, like it was the, my, the kit. Yeah, my permit to stay application. And then we get there. Thankfully, we were first. And yeah, because we basically held up. It looks like they take one at a time. So I think they're only open for three hours. Yeah, one or two. And we went for basically an hour. So it's like, well, this worked out. Well, it took a long time because as soon as we sat down, gave them my little receipt paper, they looked for it and they're like, yeah, we don't have it here. We never got it or something like that. Again, so this, some, this is Italy, right? Yeah, this is. And what we're talking about is, again, we, you have to give a kit to the post office who is supposed to, like, guess, mail it to or input it, whatever. To, mail and then, it, yeah. And then the Questura will have the info and they don't have it. They didn't have it. So, so they're we, like, we have to start from scratch. Do you have all the original documents? And thankfully, we did. And, hope, and glad, hopefully, 
thankfully they had a, a scanner too, like of all the things, like little yes. curveballs that could have happened. Yeah. But can before we like give a full on update, let's take a few steps back and sure. talk about the morning and the night. Because they remember? Oh yeah, it was the night that Monica was sick. Yeah, she went. Yeah. She went nuts. At, it was at, that uh, night where one. she had fever and she was coughing and she yeah. wasn't breathing properly. Yes. And uh, I didn't sleep. I, that night I slept three hours because I was stressed about the questura, yeah. so I didn't sleep before midnight. And then Monica woke up at three, and then I couldn't go back to sleep. I was just sitting up, and she was sleeping on my chest, and I was sitting up and reading a book on my phone. That's all I could really do because I couldn't go back to sleep. So. I was so tired that morning, so tired. Very rough start to the day. And we also had to take pictures for the girls because they oh, wanted four pictures, yes. like passport style pictures, but we could take them in a little booth. In a photo booth. That was complicated to take pictures of the girl in there. I had to without, hide without behind you being them. seen, yeah. But it, it wasn't as straightforward as sitting them up and then hiding under. There was no room to, to hide under. So I had to like hold them up, hide behind them. But then I had to make sure that they were looking into the camera. Into the thing. Teresa was being annoying, but at least I could tell her what to do. It's like, stop complaining and look into it. And then it took the picture and it worked out. But Monica, I mean, she doesn't understand. So I was just hoping that she would look at the right place. And she did. And she did. Thank you, Lord. Oh, man. That was a fun little, fun little morning. So we're already <laughs> kind of defeated slightly tired but we were first in line and yeah they lost their forms but overall they were very helpful and yeah. very nice that was a nice change from the anagrafe which is the city office here in santa marinella where they're not as friendly um thankfully yeah. they were very nice very friendly very helpful they were speaking a very slower italian for me to understand so. yeah very nice it was it was long and in, and i was we were i was reflecting afterwards like oh it was so frustrating at the night and monica being all fussy well, she basically slept through the entire Questura meeting. So like, yeah. it's these weird little like bittersweet things. Like it sucks, but it worked out in the end. It's like, I don't know how to feel, but okay, this is good. <laughs> it's good. Thank you, Lord. That's right. He knew better because I'm thinking of Monica was just like, she would not be able to sit still no. like in that thing for uh, in, your, in your in your holder for an hour. So I was like, okay, I guess that this is what th enough. this is what was needed to make this somewhat smooth. So. But then a few curveballs, of course, and we went into that meeting knowing that it would not be resolved right away because, again, that's Italy. And uh, since they lost our kit application, they didn't have our bank records and we didn't have a copy of that. No. And also, I don't know if we mentioned that, but when we signed the lease to our apartment, some people told me, make sure your name is on the lease. Otherwise, you cannot ask for a permit to stay without your name being on the lease. And my realtor said, no, you can't have that because you need a permit to stay to have your name on the lease. Catch like 22. Crazy situation. But he says, since you're married, it's going to be fine. Well, it turns out that it wasn't enough. So I needed to have my landlord sign something or Joe sign something that say... It wasn't clear, first of all. It wasn't clear. They didn't tell us which form. They didn't really know what was necessary, but to say that uh, they offer me hospitality, which is crazy. But anyway. It's like, I, I, I do live with my family. I offered them the husband because they're my family, but it's not as obvious apparently. So. so I had to go back with these documents. So fast forward to Thursday, I went because our printer is broken again. Remember that little part. So I had to go into the Santa Marinera downtown Print. to have something printed. And when I looked at the document that I found online, the hospitality document, it said that the owner had to sign it and not Joe. So... I remember that my landlady just worked right across. So I went at her office and I talked with her and she's like, yeah, I don't think that's going to work. I think we need to go to the Comune together, the, the city office. She's like, look, I'm going to sign and see if it's going to work out. 
So in the afternoon, I went to um, the Questura, Civita Vecchia, alone this time, and I was second in line, but then... (laughs) There was like there a was like a, like people. a million people, and then like we we made sure that we knew the order of appearance before the door opened. And when the door opened, it all went out the window. Everybody rushed to that guy to give them the little receipt paper, and I was last because I'm not the kind of person no, I to, I, I, to push I, around. I imagine you were kind of like you were probably holding the door for everyone to come in. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like come on in, come on in. Uh. Because we've established the order, as so I thought they no, would respect no, that. They totally didn't. No. There's no law here, folks. But. That little nice police officer guy, he remembered me. He was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And he put me on top of the pile. And then I was first to go. So it kind of worked out in the end. It did work out. But then he accepted the bank records, but he didn't accept the paper because, like my landlady said, it needed to be stamped at the... The community. Anyway, very long story to say that it's still not done yet. I still... I have to contact my landlady, maybe go to the city office together. I'm very hesitant to do that. I'm... I'm so tired. I'm so... And when I came back home, full disclosure, I just started crying. I'm like, I'm just tired of having to fight every step of the way. Every step of the way is a fight. And I'm exhausted. So we'll see what happens. Take it one step at a time and go from there. Yeah. And um, okay, let's talk about something positive. So there was... I, I Honestly, the way... <laughs> There's something positive. Well, you know what? Okay, I have a different outlook. Of course, I'm just looking at kind of objectively. Like for me, it's like, well, at least they took the bank record parts. It's like one thing notched off. But again, it's it's annoying that we're getting closer, but it's like you're you're getting closer, but it's like infinitely little steps. So it's like, you know, so I I was grateful that I'm like, oh, okay, they, they took one part of it and they gave you instructions for the second part, sort of. Yeah, but second part now has two, three steps. I have to call my landlady, speak in Italian on the phone, which is my... But she's nice. least favorite thing. Yeah, I know, but it's speaking Italian on the phone. Can you imagine speaking Polish on the phone? No. It's very annoying. So I have to call her. We have to set up a date to go to the Comuni together. We have to deal with the Comuni people, which are very not helpful. Although if she's around the landlady, she's going to do help all you, the for talking. Sure. She's very nice. So at least at least we have um like a a, a path of you know to complete this oh, but yes it's not as fun but a, yes a little funny thing that happened is when i was talking to her she's like oh and did, did the neighbors downstairs complain again i'm like no no it's okay they they, they didn't it's like yeah honestly they were just, and she explained to me what the situation was which we never knew never knew is that they complained about the sound at night and then she asked them well at what time like what time does the sound like the noise stop and they're like oh yeah 8 30 because it's when, we put when the, girls the kids down. go to sleep and she's she was saying like with like the italian hands like but what are you complaining about 8 30 okay 11 i wouldn't understand but 8 30 like if you want no sound at all just get a villa somewhere but you cannot complain about that so that made me feel much much better about the sound that we're making i think we're pretty reasonable and then no sound by 8 30 that's pretty good I, I think so. Yeah, it's not like our... Well, Monica did wake up once or twice, but I mean, we put it... Like, our kids are, like, silent till, like, seven. Like, I mean, that's pretty ideal for kids, I think. Yes, yes you have to deal with them walking around, but people move around during the day. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And unfortunately, like, like like this is this place is similar to where we were in Houston. Oh, I hate... I Well, okay, I hate... I, I'm very grateful for this place, but I dislike being in the middle floor. And Houston, same situation. The middle floor. If you, whoever's out there, if you're in one of these like three-story apartment condo style things, uh, be ex- like, I don't know, our experience, make sure you like, you come in when it's super busy so you hear all the noise and then don't pick the middle. Honestly, like, remember in Houston, like yeah. they were thinking, I was just, I was walking, I'm a pretty heavy walker and they were like, 
what are you guys doing? Is there like a boombox or what are you doing? I'm like, no, no, we were vacuuming that day. We were vacuuming. For 30 minutes, my walls were vibrating. Like, what the heck? But it's I'm, like, I'm pr- we were, it, it was, it was 11 a.m. in the morning and we were vacuuming. That was in Houston. Uh, and that was, uh, and same, same thing here. It's like, we hear everything upstairs, but the people are actually are pretty good. They're not, yeah. they're, we're not going to complain. And yeah, we're just in the, and the people under us, they're just, you know whatever i mean it's 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 not even their fault i mean it's just it's the construction is just poor where you can just hear everything it's very annoying we hear people talking upstairs even when they're just talking in their bedroom good thing we don't understand italian that well because we could hear their conversations so that's how badly insulated it is okay let's just finish this off let's talk about mcdonald's on tuesday and what was the well we got the uh we got we went to McDonald's afterwards. It was again we were kind of happy, but I'm like, let's just go to McDonald's. It's in, it's in Chivita Vecchia, and um, we decided to get a typical meal. You know, whatever you got your Big Mac, I got the McChicken, but we wanted to do something like that's very specifically Italian. So they had this little thing called the Tasty Bucket. Mm-hmm. Tasty Bucket had chicken nuggets. Y'all aware chicken of that? Chicken nuggets, but they were much better. You like the, them? The 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 crisp the, the, exp- the exterior was so crispy. It was so good. Anyways. And then the two new items, which I've never seen, and I, maybe they're unique here. At least the, the second one is. So the first one was just chicken wings, like fried, not like uh, breaded. They were. It's just like a nice, simple fried. Slightly spicy. Slightly spicy. Very good, actually. Very good. Very tasty for considering chicken wings. Almost. On par with Buffalo, Buffalo. maybe slightly less, but pretty good. Buffalo Wild Wings is the bomb. Yeah. And then oh, they had, they had like um, it was um, meat stuffed olive. How are they called? I, I don't know. It's I've like seen them. Deep fried meaty olivey ball meat. Think think of a meatball that has like an olive in it, and then it's like in a batter, a bread batter, and like like fried. So it's like a you look at it, it looks like a fried little ball, but inside is meat and an olive. It was interesting. I didn't care for it. It was weirdly bitter. It was weirdly bitter, but overall, I thought the I thought the food was okay. I don't know. I'm not really crazy about McDonald's. I generally don't care for it, but that was kind of nice. Yeah, it was just a pick me up after the horrible night and having tackled one step. So we're getting there slowly and surely. Now listen to the melody Maybe it come from me And I can sing like Buddy Nelly I think it's plain to sing Some people say that A few themes that are, again, important to me and probably this, really the key stuff we always talk about is kind of this um, the working of the body, united body, working together is one that's very important. Um, what else do I always talk about? Jeez, I had something in my mind. But anyways, another important thing that I find very important for me is um, communication. Um, that sound, This sounds like a very like lame, cheesy like leadership talk you would have at some sort of organization, which I'm probably used to. But I think it's, uh, we watched um, we watched a movie, uh, Star is Born. And uh, oh, what did you think of that overall before we kind of dive in? I mean, overall, it, I, I liked it. The mm. story was nothing crazy. No, it's been done before. But the, the, the thing that I got out of it after is like, they should have talked. They should have talked. And it's easier said than done. But I, a lot of the problems came because they weren't talking and they weren't trying to fix right. things and so that I, in like that in in light of a lot of other stuff i was just thinking like why is it so difficult to communicate with people like and i and i don't mean like um you know sanguine just talking to everybody but like i mean like in a real thoughtful way you know you, you like, have to bash sanguine no. at least once an episode right <laughs> 
Well, you don't say what you talk to them. They don't even look at you. They're kind of, you know that they're distracted by something. It's, right? it's, like, it's like, give me some focus. Um, anyways, not, not all of them. Not of all of them. I love sanguines. But like just through job experience, like this is, this is anyone in their life can look at this, whether it's in family, work, relationship. It's like communication is... It's this weird thing where it's really important, but like we we all kind of we all kind of suck at it. And I just went like I just sat and was thinking like why is that like such a thing? And I think like one one thought like amongst others that came up is that like communication, like this whole idea of speaking using words, like to say something like this is I like when we think about when you're communicating something to anybody, you're commuting like your thoughts, your what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and all these things. Like this is actually a pretty intense thing when you think about it it's not just it's one thing to think about it in your mind and you know and this ties into something else i was thinking about but it's a totally different other thing to say them like say for example you've done something wrong it's like oh i'm sorry for doing that in my mind but it's a totally different thing when you have to go and apologize to the person that you wrong like it's it's a night and day difference and i just really thought like why is it so difficult like it's like again just through past jobs and stuff like that that i was working at were like Honestly, like 99% of the issue was just that we couldn't communicate clearly. No one really wanted to bridge that gap. And then it just, it really dawned on me like the significance and difficulty of why it is uh, so hard because it's, it really, I think it boils down to just this, this amount of humility that's needed because every time you communicate anything, even like what we're doing now, uh, even us communicating, I'm communicating about communication. I'm giving something a bit of myself in that, like my interpretation, my thoughts, my feelings towards it. That's not necessarily a thing we like to do. There's a lot of risk involved in speaking your mind, as revealing, as Vivo will know, like, you know, as I prefer not to, like revealing how I think about certain situations. I always prefer to kind of not do that, um, especially with people I don't know. I mean, I do that with you, but like I, I, my, my first defense when I meet new people is not to just share everything about like, that's a pretty intimate thing. I'm always a little... I don't know who you are. Like, this is a pretty, I don't like, like, because for me, revealing these words is revealing who I am. It's sort of revealing, like, the intricacies. But that's very interesting because I do not struggle with that at all. You, you, you're willing to listen to me. I will spill out my heart, my life, everything. I will talk about everything. But the problem with me with communication is that I have to be very humble and I have to stop and I have to listen to what you're saying and I have to actually stop and and think about the value of it. And that's a very humbling thing because you might have to accept that you're wrong. Well, and because I personally hate that. So well, I'll reveal my hands, but I have a real hard time admitting that I could be wrong. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I'll reveal my hands, but don't challenge them. You know? Yes, that's a good point. And then you just won't reveal your hand. No, so no I'll, one will know your hand. No, I'll, but I'll wait. It's kind of like it's a very gradual thing for me. I prefer to do it slow versus you're like you're revealing your your sucky flush or whatever i don't know what you have you got a hand of nothing <laughs> i'm kidding a flush uh, is good no a flush is good actually it's not the one i want to think it of it was a horrible analogy this is live right Sorry. so this is live i i i, I i'm sometimes not, not as quick as i'd like to be but um it is it's it's a very and you honestly just think about it with any relationship you've had how difficult like it's uh, it's it's extremely difficult but i think again it requires it requires this like really, uh, you have to be willing, you know, in order to have any solid relationship. Um, it's one, there's two parts. So there's, there's deeds, but there's also the words that you say. I think these kind of go hand in hand. There's two pieces to this puzzle. But really the deeds, again, that is a, ref, a genuine reflection, I think, of, of, of 
of what we feel. And I think that's a, it's an extremely important thing to communicate. And I was, I was actually mulling over this. This is, this is my theory. But I was just thinking, like, there's a, for Catholics, for example, the, the need to confess your sins to a priest. And like, okay, everyone outside of Catholicism, like, okay, that's stupid. Why would you do that? And I was just sitting, uh, sitting on the balcony thinking about that. And I was thinking, say, say, think of like, I was just imagining this hypothetical situation. It's one thing to think of, of your sins and say them to God whom you don't see. And you can do that so easily. Um, it's like, oh, I did all these things. It's one thing when it's kind of enclosed within you and you're kind of communicating God. It's a totally different experience when you have to say that to someone. Mm-hmm. And it just really made me think like, just like, it's almost like training in order to communicate genuinely to people in a sense like it's like it's one thing to say to god you know i'm sorry for all these things i think there is a a, a effectiveness in that of course but to say it to another human being i think he's almost he wants us to be able to communicate honestly with each other too with him as well but with others as well because again if you read anything from uh saint john the first his first letter like a lot of what he's saying like yeah you love god okay well you have to love your if you're a fellow man as well if you don't love if you hate your brother you actually don't love god it's kind of like this deception we can easily do for ourselves. Well, oh, no, I confess my sins to God alone. And I don't say any, I don't say sorry to my neighbor for doing that. But saying sorry to your neighbor for what you've done, is extremely difficult. And it's kind of demanding of us kind of having that relationship with one another and with him. It's not like it's just this, you know, this one-on-one thing with him alone. We have to love him and we have to love our neighbor. How we love our neighbor is expressed through deeds, huh? And also words. We also have to communicate that. Very difficult things to do. We all, and every single time you speak, you have to kind of, again, take that risk of saying something stupid, saying something that's embarrassing, humiliating. Um, and there's a lot on the line doing that. And the worst thing I think you can do, and I think it's, I mean, we all maybe have relationships like this, whether in family or friends or something. If you built a relationship that's never based on this 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 kind of communication, it's it's very difficult insanely like the energy required to kind of repair that is i don't know i can't even imagine how difficult it is like i can imagine families really suffer over many many years i I, like i'm pretty sure like this is like anyone can say well that's my relationship with my father and like maybe that is and but that's not a good thing like that's unfortunate that it gets to that point but you can imagine how difficult it is and how much healing and benefit could be wrought but the worst part is i think a lot of um a lot of people maybe show their love through deeds but the thing is um, if you're not aware of people's love, you have no idea that right. they're doing things that are loving for you because you're not talking. So you have no idea the person might be slaving away for you and that's their kind of sign of love. But this is where the words come in. It's kind of like you really have to communicate like, listen, I show my love by this. It's like, oh, wow, you love me. I had no idea that was the case. <laughs> well, thank you for revealing that to me. But again, that takes a lot of risk. Do you want to be the one who kind of says, I have feelings, I'm, I love? Like, no, that's... For us, especially for a man and maybe for you it's different you just say i love everything i just don't say stuff you just don't say stuff but no I, it's a it's a vulnerability it's a thing i think even just through the, the thing of co- confession again it really trains us to be able to admit our our sins to a righteous person and obtain forgiveness but in a sense just to train us to be able to communicate with one another we have to we have to be able to do that you have to be able to listen to like again you will you will appreciate no one appreciate no one in the body of christ unless you can you talk to them one-on-one it's the worst thing I see on YouTube, for example, or anything like that, people criticizing someone they probably never had a, like a one-on-one discussion with mm-hmm. because they observe them doing their deeds a certain way. But they have no idea what the heck is working on that person's mind, what they maybe believe they're doing out of love. They're not, But that person is also not communicating that back. So it's this vicious thing of like misinterpreting people's things. That's why I'm always very hesitant about judgments and stuff like that, especially nowadays, because 
first of all, we all suck in how we kind of communicate. So people probably misjudge us. That's a, probably a thing we do all the time. But we also do that so easily with one another because we're not talking. And, you know, it's we have no idea what the heck is happening. So I don't know. That's uh, So in that movie, when that one part where he like sort of opens up a little bit for the first time, like that's what you need. You know, he kind of opens up, says he messed yeah. up and stuff like that. It's like, I'm not actually surprised he actually showed that, but I thought that was a very good scene. It's kind of like, that's what it takes. Yeah. If he just kept it in, like, unfortunately, at the end, it's not a... But it was, it, it needed to be both ways. And... It needed to be both ways and it needed to be constant. Like, he, yes. like, it got to the point near the end, and I'm, I'm going to spoil it, but... Don't spoil it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I said oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I'm going to spoil it. Like, don't, don't do it. But, uh, no, it's just, it's something that it shouldn't have been a one-time thing. It should always kept through. But just that one-time thing is like, that's what's required. Yeah. He's basically, in a, in a sense, not confessing his sins, but in a sense, he in was. Sense he was. He was, was. like to the person seeking forgiveness. Now it's that was that was pretty. It was very touching. It was very touching, but you see, like that's what's at stake. Okay, that's what's requiring a lot of us in order to fix some of the relationships in our lives. To you know, the ones that have been you know festering for twenty years, nothing's been done. It's someone's someone's gonna have to break that stalemate, and might, if you know that may be you who's called to do that to repair the relationship that just needs those words of love actually for the first time. God communicated his word, the Christ our Lord, to show us his love for us. He did that as his word, his communication, and he also died for us by his deeds. That's love, folks. Okay, let's wrap it up. Thank you for tuning in again. Follow us on Facebook, on Patreon, and pray for us, and we'll pray for you. God bless everyone. Yeah.